Welcome to the Home Birth Experience. I'm Julia Meyer, and I am joined here with my wonderful co-host, Christina. Hi, guys. How are you doing, Christina? Good, thank you. Good. Um, today, we are going to talk a little bit about current events and COVID-19 and things that are going on within our community and what we're seeing and the questions that are getting sent to us on a very regular basis. And we just want to um, say a little disclaimer here that the information on this podcast should not be taken as medical advice, that you need to refer to your medical practitioner for any concerns that you have. These are questions that we are receiving and we want to be able to give you the answers that we are to our community here in Cleveland. Um, so you're also getting the information that we have been given. Hopefully it's helpful to you. So we'll start. This will be kind of a Q&A format. Christina is going to ask the questions that have been coming our way. Go ahead, Christina. Okay, Julia. So first off, um, you recently attended a webinar with the CDC regarding COVID-19. Can you tell us what you learned on that? I'd be glad to. The webinar was given by three presenters, three physicians who presented first on pregnancy with COVID-19. Worldwide, there were 34 cases, and this was as of two weeks ago, I should note. There were 34 cases of COVID-19 in pregnant women who were in their second or third trimester. All 34 of them were delivered via cesarean section. No baby tested positive for COVID-19 that was born to a mother who was positive of COVID-19. Um, of the 34 women, two ended up in ICU. There was no mother mortality in that population. Unfortunately, just like everything concerning COVID-19, it's a novel virus, so there's very limited data to be able to share. They suggested, obviously, to continue practicing standard precautions, extra hand washing, limiting communication, sorry, contact with the community, and staying healthy, eating a good diet, and making sure that your stress levels stay low during this time. Women are more susceptible to any virus, including COVID-19, because of their somewhat suppressed immune system in the pregnant state. So to take extra precautions is really important for that population. They are not seeing a huge percentage of children, zero to 20, with the virus. There was one particular small village, which they did not name in China, who had a 13% rate in children. However, Globally, it seems to be sitting at about 2 to 3% for that child range. Okay, thank you, Julia. So I was also just wondering, have you changed your practice at all since the pandemic began? I have made some small adjustments. I have suspended seeing clients who are not 37 weeks or beyond gestation that are close to delivery. I think just to limit exposure for myself and for my clients, you know, thinking about going in and out of multiple homes, I have the potential to be a real um, germ spreader incubator for this virus. And the homes that I am going into, I glove up, wear a mask, um, go into 
and then, you know, take off everything before getting in my car. And, you know, for all of us, we just need to really be cognizant of if you go to the gas station, you need to have your sanitizing wipes. You need to wipe off the handle of the gas pump, wipe off the handle of your car door. It seems a little bit excessive and it seems like you're, you know, it may feel like you're acting like a germaphobe, but we really have to stop the spread of this. And it takes all of us to be following these guidelines in order for that to happen. Mm-hmm, exactly. So it sounds like you kind of just a- answered my next question, but maybe you could go in, into it a little more. My next question was, what precautions are you taking now? So in terms of what precautions to protect your clients and personally, what are you doing to protect yourself? Well, one thing is I have personally been eating a lot of garlic. <laughs> I've, I've jokingly said to my clients, if you go into labor and it's eight o'clock, just warning, I just ate five cloves of garlic with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely, you know, taking precautions and increasing the immune boosting foods, increasing the vitamin C, the cod liver oil, the hand washing. Um, I feel like I'm going through gallons of lotion as well because my hands are so mm-hmm. dry, but you know, these are the things that we need to do to keep our community safe. I'm not allowing visitors into my home. Um, I have not gone to the grocery store in two weeks. I have been doing a lot of FaceTime conversations with clients, prospective clients, um, any meetings that I would have had in person, I'm doing via video chat platform. So, you know, the same as a lot of people in the community are doing, just taking those extra precautions with social distancing and really focusing on good nutrition. That sounds so smart, Julia. Garlic is nature's antibiotic. Yes, it is. Okay. So another question is, is it possible for a woman to switch to home birth if that wasn't their original plan? And if so, who would be a good candidate for switching? It is possible for women to switch from hospital birth to home birth. And I know one of the topics of conversation right now is that hospitals are limiting who can accompany a woman to the delivery room. You know, historically, way back when, you couldn't be under 13 and you were limited to one or two people in the delivery room. And then it changed to you could basically have a birthing party and have anybody you want in the room, which you know, to each his own, but it is a very intimate space. And because of this virus, they are limiting that to one visitor and that visitor has to pass screening before they're allowed in. So mom will go in before say it's a partner or a doula, whoever that one person is, that one support person, mom will go in ahead of them. And then that support person has to pass the the checkpoints before they can come into the delivery room. So that alone has caused a lot of women, women to pause and say, hold on a minute, this wasn't my plan. On top of that, I don't want to be in a hospital where myself and my baby could potentially be exposed to this virus. And all of those are really good points. So it is possible to change to a home birth. However... These women have to really understand the responsibility that they're taking by choosing to have their baby at home. And that's not just because of this virus. This is what I tell women 
all the time before this virus ever came to be. When you choose to have your baby at home, you are taking full responsibility for that. And it's a really big decision to make. And you have to be really well educated on what that responsibility means. So Obviously, being low risk is the number one criteria. You can't have any underlying medical conditions, no complications during pregnancy. A lot of women that I have been hearing from had previously considered home birth, and then for whatever reason, um, it was cheaper to go to the hospital because insurance covered it. Whatever the reason may be, they decided to go the hospital route and now are saying, hold on a minute. I wanted to do home birth from the beginning. It was kind of a silly reason why I, why I chose the hospital. I'm going to come back to my plan A. I want to do a home birth. So I've actually been receiving a lot of calls of that nature. So taking on some extra clients um, is definitely what's happening today. Turning our focus now to a mother with, a ch- with an infant, we were wondering, is it safe for her to continue to breastfeed if she has been tested positive for COVID-19? So far, the data is showing that it is safe to breastfeed while mom is positive with COVID-19. Extra precautions should be taken wearing a mask, mom wearing a mask, washing hands, wearing gloves during feedings, and not being around the baby much more than just those times of feeding. Mm -hmm. So the breast milk obviously has lots of antibodies not just for any specific virus, but in general, that's how baby's immune system starts to form from the beginning. So breast milk is always advised and it is still safe in this situation. Yes. Great. I'm sure that's one, that's relieving news for lots of mothers out there. Okay. So finally, what advice would you give to moms or expecting mothers that are feeling stress or anxiety during this time? That's a really good question that you ask because stress and anxiety can also decrease the effectiveness of our immune system. So it's really important to to lower stress levels for the general population, but especially for pregnant women because pregnant women already have that lowered immune system because of the state of pregnancy, but then to add stress and anxiety on top of it is going to decrease it even further. So I think you know, what I've been telling people that have come to me kind of panicked is good job reaching out to me, investigate what your plan B's are, inform yourself, find good resources, be educated and have plans in place. There's not much more that you can do other than eating well, educating yourself and having your plan B. With those three things, you can rest assured that you're doing all that you can and lower your stress level. Try meditation, yoga, whatever it is that you need to do that helps relax you. It's really important to to do those things at a time like this. Sounds like good advice for all of us, whether there's a pandemic or not. I agree. We definitely have to take our own advice sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, we hope that this was helpful and informative for you. If you have additional questions, please reach out clevelandhomebirth.com, Instagram at clevelandhomebirth, DM me. I'm happy to answer any questions that I can. Until next time, this was the Home Birth Experience with Julia Meyer and Christina Maddox. Have a great day, everyone. Talk to you later.